All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely thrilled to have on board one of my own homegirls from Mahopak, New York, on uh, this season nine of The Voice on NBC, Amanda Ayala. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. All right, man, so let's get into this thing. First and foremost, how does a girl from Mahopak, New York, end up on the hottest TV show on network television? Now, let's get into that. You know, it's, it's pretty crazy just because I never imagined seeing myself or getting a chance to actually audition in front of these four superstars. So it's just absolutely insane. And this, this journey has just been incredible. And I'm super, super grateful and I'm super humbled by the opportunity that I've been given. And, you know, just from going to audition to audition, this is the one that finally gave me the chance. And, that, like, you know, it obviously paid off. So it's just an absolutely amazing experience and a dream come true. So how does it happen, though? Did, did, were you playing, like... You know, I know. I, I remember as I seen your lead-in story that you played some gigs down in the city. Did somebody approach you, or did you did you submit, you know, a videotape in? How did that all happen? Well, um, I created my artist profile online, and I submitted videos, and then after that, that's where the, the ball kind of got rolling and things like that. And I just kept progressing farther and farther, and so it was just absolutely mind blowing. Awesome, man. So good to see you on there. All right, so you sang, uh, which is also pretty cool. I left Mayapak many, many years ago. I left in 84, graduated Mayapak High School and took off and never really looked back and joined the military and ended up in Mississippi. I live in Mississippi, and ironically, you sing Mississippi Queen, um, so I thought that was pretty pretty cool, too. So what was the thought process behind uh, that song? What made you pick that song to sing for the Blind Audition? Um, I performed it with my bands all around bars and venues and things like that. And I felt like it had every element and aspect that really could work to my advantage for my voice. So I felt like it was definitely a comfortable fit, definitely a comfortable song I could go out there and sing for the judges. Now, how long, how long did you have your band, the most recent band, before breaking off and going going solo for The Voice? So I was with my last band for, I'd say, about two, two and a half years before I kind of broke off and I started doing my own thing. And then before that, I was in another band for about two years. So I've pretty much been in a, a, a band for the longest I can remember. So this is really the first time that I'm kind of going solo and doing my own thing. So it's a really it's a nice thing for a change. Wow. So are you, are you a senior at Maypac High School or did you get out of high school? I actually graduated this June, so now I'm out of the high school. Wow. So awesome! All right, so did you play like? Well, I know you're not you're not 21, but did you play in any of the bar scenes like up in Mayapak, or did you just strictly down in the city? Um, well, I played pretty much all around uh, Mayapak as well. Like um, there was a bar called the Plata Bar and Grill, and they really uh, opened us up and they let us perform all the time. I, I played down in Westchester County, so I pretty much just performed over the whole tri-state area from my town to other towns, so I kind of just took over. <laughs> yeah, man. My friend Mark Sanchez owns Southside. You know that place, Southside Bar? Yes, that was actually uh, the first gig that I actually had publicly in England uh, back when I was like 12 years old. Wow, that's crazy. Me and Mark go back so many years, man. That's great. All right, so you pick Adam Levine, who I he, look, man. Adam Levine is one actually one of my favorite, you know, Maroon Five, and one of my favorite performers. One of my favorite bands. Um, talk a little bit about that. I mean, when he spun around, did you, was he 
based on your kind of music, was he kind of who you was hoping would spin? Yeah, I, I think that Adam was like really the, the best fit for me, um, just because you know he's in a band, I'm I'm a band girl, and so I think it was just kind of a, a perfect fit. And I seeing he was the first light that I saw light up, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. So I felt like there was a connection right away, right when right when I looked at him, and I and I saw the chair turn, I was like, I knew that this was the the choice that I was going to make. Yeah. Now I've, I've interviewed quite a few. Uh, voice contestants from last season and now they're, they're racking up for this season everybody who I've talked to that's that had Adam as their coach they all say the same thing that he's really a down-to-earth humble guy in person oh absolutely working with him is absolutely amazing you know he gives such like he just positive and just like genuine responses and I feel like he's just like the, the best coach talk about the night before your audition, man. Was your nerves, stomach knotted up? Were you nervous? The night before my audition, I was sitting with my mom, and I was kind of just—it was kind of weird. I was very silent, and and I was just really trying to like just get in the zone a little bit. Like before going to bed, like I I tried to fall asleep around like eight o'clock or seven o'clock. I was super early, and I was like, I can't sleep. So I like trying to fall asleep. And I kept rustling in my bed the entire night, just really trying to dial in, and I felt like. I just had to get focused for the big day that was coming ahead. And bring us to like five minutes before you walk out on the stage. What's life like at that point? Oh wow! Five minutes before the stage, I was freaking out. I had a bunch <laughs> of people like coming over to me, and I was, I was like, "Do you need water? Do you need this?" And I was like, "No, no, no!" I was like, "I'm completely okay. I just need to be in silence." So I was sitting in a chair, and I was just kind of like taking deep, deep breaths in and out, and I was just like, wow, this is really happening, so I was like, I really have to just give it my all. Let me ask you this, so when you're up there singing, and like, you're literally singing to like, the back of chairs, um, when, you, when you're, when you, do you get dialed into the song, or is, is like one eye looking up to see, hey man, you know, I hope one of these people turn around, are you like 100% on the song, or is part of you like, come on man, spin around, somebody spin around? It was kind of like a weird feeling going through my mind, like when I was singing, I was like looking and I looked around the audience more than I looked at really the chairs just because I felt like if I looked at the chairs, it's going to like completely freak me out. Yeah. So uh, when, when I was performing, I was just kind of like, all right, like, and because the chairs didn't turn until like literally the last few seconds of my song. So I kind of, something was in my head, I was like, well, they're not turning, so you're just going to have to do something and you're going to have to mm -hmm. laugh them somehow just so they can turn at least in the last second. So I was just kind of like, I'm glad they turned, man, because I'm telling you, when I was watching you, knowing you were from Maypac, I was like standing up about to throw a rock through my TV screen. I think they better, somebody better turn around. So I'm about to fly out there and <laughs> <laughs> shake somebody by their ears. Um, Alright, so let's talk about influences, musical influences. Who, who in music really inspires you? Um, somebody who like inspires me definitely because I'm interested in classic rock. It's definitely Pat Benatar, like such a beautiful range in the way, just the way everything about her. Like I would do covers by her, do Heartbreaker, House for Children. All of her songs just were like super, super in my range. So I feel like I could really look up to her as as like a role model, especially because she's had a career now for just so long and yeah. it's been so like dragged out and, and somebody I would definitely say for like modern music and more like up to date would definitely be Taylor Williams from the band Paramore mm -hmm. that's absolutely killer too 
Yeah, good, very good combination. Pat Benatar was like the hottest thing in in, in the country when I was at Mayapak High School in the in the 80s in the in the, the mid 80s. She was on top of the world, man. I think I had every one of her records. All right, so try to pick up all their vinyls. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so where can the fans? You know what? Before I go there, um, share some advice. Give, give some advice to somebody, you know, who's thinking about doing something like what you what you're doing. Like somebody who's thinking about trying out for one of these big major TV shows. Give get some advice. I think the best advice to give to somebody trying out for one of these shows is just don't give up because, like, at my age, I was like, what are the odds of me at my age getting on like national television? And you know, I kind of doubted myself, but like, I just my mom was one really encouraging, so I just would say like, just to always be confident in yourself, like, and always follow and chase what you your dreams and go after it because you never know and like. You're, like you never know how good you can be, you know. Like, just never cut yourself too short, and just go go after everything that you want in life. Yeah, man. But look, I hope the whole pack throws you a nice little welcome home thing. If so, I'm going to fly up there for that, if, if if they do, and I really hope the town rallies behind you through through your journey because you really you really earned it. And I'm really proud. I'm very proud of you, first and foremost. Um, represent, Thank you so much. Representing Mayapak, great, man. I really appreciate that. So where can all the fans, before I let you go, where can all the fans follow you on, on your social networks? So um, my Twitter uh, handle is at Amanda, X-A-Y-A-L-A, Ayala. Um, my Instagram is Amanda Ayala Music. Uh, my Facebook is facebook.com slash Amanda Ayala Music. And my website is AmandaAyala.com, so it's basically all there. Everything you ever wanted to know about Amanda Ayala is right there on those, on those three or four social networks. I really appreciate you coming on board. Do you have any closing thoughts you want to share with all your fans out there? I just wanted to say uh, thank you guys so much for your support. It, it definitely needs the world to me, and I'm super humble, super grateful for it all, you know. Like, just the, just the positive response that happened so quickly is just so overwhelming, and I'm just so grateful. So I just want to thank everybody who's been supporting me. Awesome. Look, I, I really appreciate you coming on board. I definitely want to get you back on as the show progresses to do a follow-up. Thank you so much for joining us. 